and a warm welcome to all of you. Thank you for joining us for another live episode of Conversations with Michael. And of course, we are streaming live here from our home studio in the beautiful Willamette Valley of Oregon. We come together every month to celebrate a sense of freedom that has been, well, missing from this human experience for a very, very long time. And you would think that millions of people would be lining up for such an opportunity. But the freedom we are speaking of represents a very unique and rare choice. Because for the most part, humanity's relationship to this thing called freedom involves a lot of pushing and pulling, a lot of battles. And most of you who are watching today's show, you have made it very clear. Your sovereignty is not negotiable. Good for you. Good for you. That in and of itself represents a state of consciousness that goes way beyond our basic survival skills. Imagine for just a moment here, such a world where no one needs to worry about where they're going to sleep or how they're going to feed their children. A world where, well, our most basic needs, food, water, and shelter, these are all made available to every human being as a right. A world where everyone is seen as being deserving and worthy of such a support. So does that sound too far-fetched? Well, I don't think so. I don't. It actually feels to me that the human experience is on the verge of another type of revolution. One that is willing to transcend all the power games that have dominated the affairs of life here on earth for a very, very long time. Breathe into this for a moment. Feel into the collective consciousness of this human feel, a family. You can, you can feel it in the air. A willingness to change. A desire for change. But I get it. No matter how hard we have tried over countless lifetimes, the freedom to create such a reality just doesn't seem to exist, at least not inside a polarized dualistic system of reality. So what did some of us do? Well, we did what very few seem to be willing to do. We took that deep dive inside of us to see what part of us was interfering with our own freedom from the inside out. We realize we already have the freedom to change our own inner reality, but that choice takes a lot of personal responsibility, a willingness, an openness to be conscious of our own inner reality. And what discovered, and what we discovered, led to another realization. 
there is also a part of us within us that is already free, free to express itself in any manner it chooses, a part that honors all parts of itself, both the human part and the angel. But what we also discovered kind of blew our mind. This divine part of us has been within us the whole time. <laughs> I know that hurts the pride a little bit, but it's been there the whole time. And this is profound to become aware of that because it changes, well, everything on this planet as it has changed everything in your own life. Now it's not about trying to become something or not. Now it's just about allowing that which we already are. It seems so simple, but we've found it's not at all. We realize that to allow such a presence to be a part of our human experience, we could no longer rely on the only known support, the only known reality that does support most human beings, including most of our friends, most of our family, certainly most of humanity. A reality that involves a lot of pain and suffering. For a lot of humanity, every day continues to be yet another struggle. Despite all of that, there was something about this divine part that felt really familiar. In a way, it represented the missing piece to our cosmic puzzle, why we're here. So we embrace this presence with all our heart. We learn to allow this divine part to now be a part of our day-to-day -day reality, in part by practicing a very ancient practice, the art of breathing, which helps us as we inhale consciously to allow this presence into our physical body. What we also discovered by going within, it didn't always feel very uplifting. In fact, would all of us not be so honest to say it scared the hell out of us? This divine part has a very deep passion for what many of us fear the most, the unknown. We've been harping on that of late. We discovered that our human part wasn't capable of processing our fears in relationship to the unknown. It is conditioned to respond from a place of fear based entirely on our past. But the more we allowed this divine part to be a part 
of our life, the more we experience a deep and sincere compassion for this human experience. It was willing to help support the fears of our human part if we would allow it to be a part of this physical reality. Initially, for all of us, this divine part seemed too good to be true. It didn't have any agenda. It didn't have any conditions. So as we allowed this part to begin to reveal itself, we began to recognize it had never left us. It was never missing, which is a little humbling given all the time and energy we put into trying to find the meaning or purpose of life itself. Its presence is so subtle that you could easily dismiss it if you get distracted playing inside all those power games, distracted by doing life, infatuated with playing with energy, but without its own counterpart, the being part, our divinity. Those of you that feel drawn to our work know that, well, you know what we are speaking about. We have the honor of helping to support your own realization of this presence that also exists inside of you. But for those that we serve, it's not enough to realize that this part exists. One that has been missing from our experience for eons of time. So many of you <clears throat> also wanted to experience the being part inside this physical body, inside this human experience. But that choice represents the most challenging choice any human being could ever embrace. Simply because there are so few living examples of how this works. So we deeply honor those that have walked this path before us. Their experience has inspired millions of people to own such a freedom for themselves. We realize that at the core of our own soul, this being part already is free. And if we allow it to express itself, our understanding of the role the doing part plays now becomes much clearer. And it's been a while, has it not, since we have felt so clear. It's been a while since we have allowed ourselves to experience life without all those underlying doubts and concerns. 
Some of us are now feeling a deep passion to experience such a freedom while playing inside a variety of roles, which of course radically changes all the roles we've all played. The role of a parent, the role of an employee, the role of an owner of a business, an entrepreneur, the role of a man or a woman or a child, the role of a spiritual teacher or guide. We discovered from our human part, with the presence of our soul now present, the freedom to express yourself in any role is also no longer negotiable. And if such a freedom isn't honored within the only known reality on this planet, then unlike all of our previous lifetimes, this time we just walk away. Because we now know we can create our own experience one that does support and honors such a freedom, a freedom to create and experience our own reality. I know these are bold words, but are we not now living examples of such a truth? Indeed, ones that would inspire and help to support a human family that also deserves the same opportunity. And for many who took that deep dive into their own inner reality, this is still unfolding, growing, and expanding in all directions, one day at a time, one step, one choice, one breath at a time. Because now our support no longer comes from outside of us. We stop playing all those games that entertain all those roles that believe that life is just happening to us. And to put this newfound freedom to the test, all of you were invited to let go of a lot of energies that no longer serve you. It asked of you to reclaim a new passion for creating a life that now speaks to your heart. And one of the hardest things to walk away from was an underlying obligation to support your life by relying on what others want from you or expect you to do for them. It is the same issue that has come up big time for millions of people during this COVID virus. Let's be honest, COVID has impacted everyone's life. How we live and interact with each other, how we work and communicate, how we move around and travel, 
every aspect of our lives has been affected. A friend of mine sent me a link from the Pew Research Center, new to me, that examined the impact this virus has had on a lot of people. And yes, there were some very sad stories shared, but I found it really interesting to also read so many comments about how this virus has actually inspired people to now change their life. Working at home eliminated the daily commute, reduced the dependency on childcare services, and created more time for themselves and for their own family and friends. I know I've talked a lot about being self-employed for the last 50 years. Wow, that went fast. Because from my own personal experience, that represents a very tangible, direct way to own your freedom, to experience what it's like to be free. It represents a lifestyle that I thoroughly enjoy and wouldn't trade it for anything. Some of you might remember the workshop we did a few decades ago about the benefits of being self-employed to a very small group of about 30 people. But that group, well, they were more curious than really passionate about embracing such a way of life for themselves. Most of them firmly believed that being self-employed provided a very unreliable source of income, which is really, really strange to me when what you're relying on is you. Let's take a breath with that. Being self-employed get such a bad rap for not providing that well-earned pension. But from my perspective, there is a price to be paid for such a gift. I've met a lot of people who assumed that because I am self-employed, I have no free time, no free time to myself. They assume that I'm always working 24-7 or at least thinking about the needs of my business. But it couldn't be further from the truth. So I have to admit, I have so little experience playing the part of an employee. It's sometimes hard for me to relate to all the issues, the challenges most people face every day while working for others. And if you ask most people during the retirement years, if they'd be willing to trade the security of that pension for the joy of living their life with passion and joy, what would they choose? More importantly, what do all of you choose? In the United States alone, 
Over the last two years, 4.3 million people didn't just lose their jobs, they quit. At the same time, there have been a record number of new businesses that have been created. I personally work with a lot of people who, like myself, prefer to be freelancers. They tend to cherish their independence, like myself, as being priceless. I mean, what kind of price can you put on your freedom? So as I started to schedule our workshops for this year, it felt to me that this might be a good time to do another workshop on all the benefits from being self-employed. But I didn't feel the passion to add that to my schedule till recently. It's titled Employ You. Employ You. You can find it on our website, on the live workshop page. Because we live in a time, my friends, that is inviting every human being to do what? What is happening inside of you and all around you? Every human being is invited to question their own reality. I used to love that bumper sticker, question reality. That is the real gift. If you want to see it in those terms, that is this thing called COVID. That is what it has provided to this planet. The gift of questioning your reality. By first honoring the person that you are in a way that makes the human experience feel precious, priceless, sacred, divine. Because so many of you now embrace creating your own reality with all your heart. We already have a long history of what it looks like when the human part, well, the being part of us, isn't recognized as being an essential part of being human. The wounded male has dominated the affairs on this planet for a very long time, as that also relates to our cosmic story. So the family of humanity created a living example of a way of life that supported itself without the presence of consciousness. It exists under the domain of the wounded male, which relies on force and power to assert its own dominance, or better put, to show off its own insecurity which is absurd, given that none of this even exists without the being part. And let's be clear about that statement. The wounded male exists in both genders. But if we refuse to acknowledge how it is impacting our own life, then we're also denying ourselves a quality of life that isn't conflicted, meaning 
we can stop playing all these power games because we took the time to acknowledge the source of our life from within. And that is what so many of you chose for yourself during the last 20 or 30 years and more recently in the last few years. It has become integrated into this physical experience. So humanity, the family of humanity, is finally beginning to question their own reality. Can we not celebrate such a choice and add that to our radiance? The COVID virus has played a huge part in that realization. A lot of human beings are now questioning the roles they have been playing. Roles that they didn't create for themselves, but were handed down to them. And one of the roles that many are no longer willing to play is our service to other people, businesses, or a variety of institutions. We're not talking about a type of service that honors your sovereignty. Millions of human beings are questioning any service that doesn't honor their own freedom for the first time. In other words, they simply aren't willing to do what any well-programmed robot could do. So this new awareness is also having a direct impact on any business that has relied on a type of service that devalues those that are doing all the serving. This thing called freedom, as it relates to how the human being supports itself, it's going through its own transformation. And wouldn't we all agree that the timing couldn't be better? As so many have already discovered, the word freedom has been used to describe a variety of experiences. The realization that we are creating it all doesn't really sit well with most people who have never been introduced to such a truth. To them, it reeks of entitlement. If you have never experienced the presence of your soul. So our service to this human family is filled with a lot of compassion. Because we've been there. We've done that. We know all the challenges we know all the fears that need to be embraced. We bring to this, in service to this freedom, a quality of light that honors the fire of creation. Because all of us have experienced at one time during this lifetime 
the feeling that life just keeps happening to us without our permission, a feeling that we really have no control over the events that transpire in our life. All of us know how it feels to get trapped inside of those survival-based emotions. It's not an easy thing to do, to free yourself from all those energetic survival cords we inherited just to be human. Most human beings live their entire life without ever tasting the freedom of their soul. Most human beings have never been introduced to this divine part of their self from within, simply because it doesn't exist inside a variety of, well, very well-managed institutions that are very good at managing others. So the embodiment of such a presence can be a little hard for this human family to accept at first. For the most part, humanity has removed the creative element from their own life a long, long time ago. They have traded in their own creativity for a very well-managed way of life that promises what? Safety? Are humans now feeling safe on this planet? Such a way of life doesn't honor the ongoing flow of energy that what we discovered is available not only to ourselves but to anyone because it's free. And from our perspective, COVID actually acted as a wake-up call. Now we say that with a lot of compassion, knowing that millions have lost their lives over the last two years. But it simply from our perspective was time for this human family to hit the pause button. We know that statement makes zero sense if you perceive disease or a virus as something that just happens to you. But isn't there a bigger question here? Do viruses, my friends, even exist inside our being part? That's a really good question. Does any form of diseasement exist inside this divine part of us? COVID, in its own unique way, forced people to take a good long look at their life. And what a lot of people discovered was a little scary. 
They didn't like the life they were living. They had become masters at being able to tolerate, being able to compromise and devalue what their own heart yearned to feel, a true passion for being alive. Millions of people, while stuck at home, started to embrace self-care, perhaps for the first time, as now being an essential part of their life. Walking, exercising, breathing, improving their diet, represented for many a new norm. They started to feel better about who they are when they stopped serving the needs of others before receiving all the support they need for themselves, energetically. On top of that, millions started to work at home, never to return to what was. Long hours commuting were replaced with working in front of a computer in their PJs, pajamas, spending quality time, more time with their family, helping their kids with their own education, now online. Spending more time simply not doing. And more time listening to their own heart, perhaps for the first time. All of this replaced playing the role of a human robot. And as all of you discovered, once you taste that type of freedom, there is no going back. But how will they maintain this newfound way of being human without being distracted by all that inner and outer noise that tries to convince you to just shut down and accept what is, what has always been. Well, they need some living examples, do they not? Not all of humanity will be inspired to change, but for those that we have the honor of serving, we continue to encourage making time in each day for just being. Connecting to the being part, embracing the being part, experience the being part, which allows your radiance to serve this planet in ways that are simply incredible indescribable. But the human part has a really hard time relating to the being part of your soul. The being part actually expresses itself through the doing part. It becomes energy in motion. The passion comes from the being part. The expression takes the form of energy, which supports the doing part. And as this relates to your human family, they really don't need another example 
of an enlightened human being sitting cross-legged on a street corner with a smile on their face. There's nothing wrong with that. But these times are calling for something else. This human family wants to know in very practical terms, if you're not going to play follow the leader, if you're not going to work doing something you don't enjoy just to pay the bills, then how does one support themselves? What does it look like to employ you and only you? They need to be inspired. They need a living example. Employing you offers such an example. And we'll toast to that. My friends, you already have all the tools you need to keep your inner reality from sabotaging anything you choose to create. We will do our part, acting as supports to anyone who's willing to develop a deep and sincere trust with their own soul. There are more opportunities that exist today than ever before to express your creativity in a variety of ways. You don't need a map. You don't need a guidebook. You don't need a how to become self-employed, but you do need to trust yourself. A lot of my peers questioned me for being so, well, they thought unprepared as I ventured into one business after another. But if I had used logic or reason to help guide my choices, I would have denied myself the joy of experiencing my own creations. I didn't go into being self-employed with a bucket full of money. I had very little. Instead, I had a bucket full of passion. And because of that, the opportunities to receive money just fell in my lap, so to speak. They came to me. It is the passion that attracts to you one opportunity after another. So let's end today's conversation with a simple reminder. All of you watching this, you've done the hard work. That's over. So take a deep breath. Now it's time to let the passion of your soul from the being part do all the heavy lifting for you. Let the energy of your soul attract to you what your human part needs to make this real, to start your own business. And once you get a taste of that, you will never go back to doing it the hard way ever. When my father was alive on this planet, he always took great pride in introducing me to his business partners. As a person 
from his perspective, who discovered how to retire before he turned 20. And that's how it looks to a lot of people. When you're working for yourself, but truly enjoying the life you created as a sovereign creator of your own experience. Humanity just needs to know it's safe to retire from the collective consciousness of this planet because it's such an incredible time to be human. Is it not, my friends? This is your time to let your light shine and to embrace your energy that is in motion. Such an honor to be a witness and such an honor to be of service. Our blessings, my friends.